welcome to the artist behind the music. Today, our musical guest is Stephanie Ryan. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm super stoked to have you here and to learn a little bit more about your musical history and the journey you've been on to take you to where you are today. So let's dive way back and tell me a little bit about how you got started in music and kind of the steps that you've taken to, to get to where you are today. I'll try to give you the short version. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's always a loaded question, right? Like, it is. Tell me about your life. Yeah. If you're talking to a 15 year old, I'm sure it's like a lot shorter. <laughs> Um, totally. For me, uh, my mom was in a band before she had kids. I got my, I guess my, you know, musical flair from her and my grandmother who also sang. Growing up, I listened to a lot of different types of music. My brother was into like metal and hardcore and that kind of stuff. And I grew up listening to a lot of like Celine Dion and Barbra Streisand, like Shania Twain and Faith Hill and you know all those amazing things. Like little stars are going names. off. To say the names. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so I started off there, kind of listened to a lot of different music, and you know through the years, I sang in a lot of choirs and choruses, until I got to a point where I was in my teens, and shows American Idol came out in Nashville Star, and I started auditioning for those shows, um, which evidently didn't lead anything so that's why I'm here doing my own thing as an independent artist but I, I auditioned for I think American Idol six times Nashville Star was just once because that show didn't um, take off and then The Voice I think I tried out three times for that and then it got to a point where it's just like maybe this isn't the road for me and I need to kind of figure out something else and I've met many amazing musicians along the way of life through um you know, different friends of mine and met my first co-writer who I wrote my initial EP with that came out in 2018, which is self-titled. That's uh, still out on Spotify and Apple Music and all the things if anybody Dream wants now. to check that out. <laughs> uh, right? <laughs> That's right. You got to plug it. We'll put the links in the comments. <laughs> yeah. And then from there, um, I just continued to meet people. I started going down to Nashville and meeting a lot of people and then after the EP, I realized that really just putting out singles made more sense for me as an artist right now. I, I hope to eventually uh, make an album at some point, but for right now, just doing singles and giving people something new every couple of months just to, you know, keep at the forefront of people's brains. I know a lot of people kind of just listen to music and then they're on to the next thing. So having something to put out for people to hear, you know, that's new really to entice them to to listen to the independent artists out there you know the, the major label guys are doing albums and they can tour on those and although with COVID they haven't been able to um you know now we're getting back to a place where that's going to happen again and you know for me as an independent artist single seems where it's at and from 2018 till now 2021 I've just been you know putting out singles and enhancing my craft as a musician I, I taught myself guitar over the pandemic yeah. which is something that I hadn't known how to play prior to that and I've got a long way to go but um, you know starting in that way I, I actually bought this guitar in January 2020 before anything went crazy because I was like you know what it's time I really gotta buckle down and learn guitar 
because uh, I've always wanted to, and I just, I dabbled, and then it was too hard, and you know, you play the back and forth game, and I'm sure anybody who's watching this who's played guitar knows how that <laughs> feeling is. Uh, but I bought this and I was like, no, I'm going to learn. And I, you know, played a couple of times, got frustrated. And then the pandemic hit where everybody was just doing virtual live streams. And at that moment I was like, if I don't learn how to play now, I'm going to fall to the wayside. Nobody's going to know who I am because I, I can't be out there sharing my music and sharing what I love with people if I can't play it. So I just really deep dove into music and you know learning my songs and learning covers to to play for people and I, I created my own show at one point that was called pajama sessions I did that for four months during the pandemic and I always challenged myself to learn new songs every week so that I would just you know learn songs for myself but also be able to give the listeners something different to listen to instead of the same you know couple songs because mm -hmm. i'm not radio i don't play the same 15 songs <laughs> over and over again <laughs> i try to switch it up for people to you know want to hang out and listen to so that's the that's the brief version of <laughs> oh i love all of that today. <laughs> so many questions about it all <laughs> Yeah, feel free to ask, and I'm so willing to elaborate, but trying to like keep it ishy concise <laughs> for everybody. It's right on point, right on point. So let's talk about auditioning for these reality TV shows and the process that it goes through emotionally, like the things that you go through, you know, the nerves of even going to audition and then hearing the words no or next, you know, and then recovering from that and doing it again. And that persistence that continuously showed up for you. How did you find that whole entire process emotionally? And how did you dig deep to find the persistence to keep going even when you heard the word no? I think what helped prepare me for the no's um, was my modeling career that I've had previous to becoming a musician. I mean, I've always been a musician at heart, but I started modeling actually to kind of get into music to try and meet more people and you know figure out where that lane brought me but um when i first started it, it with modeling it's always a yes or no you're one in a million people just as you are in in music so i i heard the word no a lot and it was something i was kind of just used to of well you just didn't fit the slot. So on to the next one. And that's kind of how I approached those shows of even though I would put my whole self into it. And, you know, as, as an artist and a, a musician, I'm super nervous going into stuff like that. It's just a thing in me that I've never been able to shake. When I get on stage, after the first song, like I'm good. But for an audition, when you're really building up and you have all this, I wouldn't even call it anxiety. It's like excitement and anxiety and you're scared. And like, there's just so many emotions in one that you're trying to overcome to do this one 30 second performance that you get. So much riding on that moment too, right? There's so much riding on it. And it's just like two very different things. Like when I head on stage as an artist and like I'm booked for something or um, I'm just playing a set anywhere, even if I'm busking, it's just like you're out there and you're doing what you love and somebody's paying you to do it and it's awesome. But when you're 
auditioning for something, whether it's, you know, trying to get a modeling gig or you're trying to get an acting gig or performing for, for you know, American Idol or The Voice or anything like that, you have so much writing on it because you're thinking this is your one shot. And back when I was 16 and auditioning for American Idol for the first time yeah you're like this is it this is my only it. chance <laughs> and, you know as you start to like grow and get smarter and you just know kind of different avenues that you can follow um it makes it a little less scary for you but the first couple of times I definitely was extremely nervous um used to the no in a sense of like kind of bummed out that I got the no but not in a sense of, oh, I suck and I shouldn't do this with my life. It was always like, all right, well, I know what I did wrong or I know what I could improve and I'm going to work on that for next year or the next thing that I have because this is what I want in my life. Um, you know, if you, if you quit something that you love, you never know if you're going to make it. If you don't quit and you continue to, you know, follow that dream, if one day comes and you decide like, Hey, I just spent the last 30 years trying to follow this dream and it didn't work out. Yeah. Then sure. You know, hang up, hang, hang up your shoes and don't do it anymore. But for, for me, it's been, God, I was 16 and it's been almost golly. I don't even, I can't even do the math. <laughs> I understand. It's not what I excelled in, in my life, but it's been a long time. And well, you look great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm not at the point where I would want to quit that. You know, I, I want to keep following my dream and doing what I'm doing. And no matter how many people tell me no, I'm going to continue to do what I love until I feel like it's not for me anymore. I'm not going to let somebody else dictate when I stop, if that makes any sense. Totally makes sense. And I think that's a really important message and lesson to share with people at any age or stage of whatever passion project or dream that they're following. Too many people get shut down in the wrong way when they hear the word no. And it turns into that belief system, oh, I'm not good enough. So I'm just going to give up. And it's really the word no, I always talk about this, but it's like, that's not saying no, you're not good enough. It's just that's no one no closer to a yes. And just remembering that I think is a really important lesson and message that we just can't talk about it enough because it doesn't matter what stage there's always going to be a no. And even if, you know, we've been doing it for 20 years, it's still like, Oh, I heard no. And it still kind of stings just a little bit, even though, you know, you're going to keep going and not quit. But I don't, I think that feeling kind of always stings a little bit, you know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think in inherent nature is that none of us want to be disliked or be told no, or, you know, have it, any of that negative yeah. vibe towards us, but it's those who can push past that, that are going to really do something. And like, no matter how many times you're told no, you just keep going for it. Totally. It's just like practice. All of this life is practice, right? And, you know, think about yeah. when you first started learning guitar. How was the first, you know, first G chord you played? How did that feel? <laughs> right? Oh like God. It was awful. I mean, right? I... Oh, when I first started, the biggest hurdle I had to get over, and because I had dabbled in playing um, probably three years prior to actually getting to the point where I can play a little bit, 
and I would pick up the guitar, I'd play a couple of chords, I couldn't figure out how to strum, and like the, the shapes were very weird for my hands, and it was just a very frustrating experience. When it got to a point where I was like, no, I'm going to take my money, and I'm going to spend money on a guitar, and buy it for myself, so this means I have to play it, no matter right. what. <laughs> and, you know, ironically, the, the pandemic hit and there was no choice. It was like, you either learn guitar because you're not quarantined with somebody who's going to play for you, or you're going to not do this. Like, I didn't have the uh, instrumentals for my music that I could just like play and sing, you know, during a live stream. Right. And I didn't want to do that. Like, I wanted to perform for people and give them a reason to watch. You know, you can karaoke your way through anything, sure, but being able to play your own stuff just, for me, I mean, I don't discredit anybody who plays, who sings to tracks and, and does whatever they do. If that's what works for them, great. For me, it was a, I need to learn how to play these songs. And the ones that I have recorded in the past that I can't play, I just don't play. Because I haven't gotten to a point where I'm able to do that yet. And, yeah. and that's okay because... People can only go so far. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And, you know, you learn how to play songs that are much simpler version that you're going to play for anybody. But if, if you can vocally carry it, nobody's really going to care as much about your guitar playing. Unless they're, you know, some amazing guitarist. And I'd be like, well, God bless you. And if you want to come up and play for me... You are more than welcome. <laughs> the stage is here. That's amazing. Yeah, exactly. But it's just the same kind of thing. It's persistence and patience and practice. And we make mistakes. We fall down. We play the wrong chord. We keep going, right? Exactly. I mean, I've played so many wrong chords. And right? I think the key thing is to remember to keep going. If you don't kind of call it out, that you've done something wrong, most oftentimes people aren't gonna notice that you did, especially if it's something that you've written because they most likely haven't heard it. Totally. It's the first time. So it'll be, you know, a little bit a little bit different for them. And and they won't know the difference. You will. If you can play it off, you're good. And there's been times when I've played covers that people know well, like Wagon Wheel and Free Fallen and a few yeah. songs like that. And I play something wrong or I forget the lyrics. And I'll be, you know, strumming along and I'm like, sorry, I, I've forgot the lyric. I'm just going to come in on the next beat. Here we go. And you just keep on going. That's you can play it off. It, it means everything because I don't think that any fan believes that the artist that they're watching knows every single word of every single song that they've ever done in their entire life. And there are often times that we, you know, make the mistake of really get, I've gotten into songs so much at points where I'm like, what's, what's the next verse? Cause I'm just so invested in this one moment that I, I forgot. And it happens. It happens to the best of the best. Look at, you know, Carrie Underwood, Keith Urban, any of those guys, there have been times where they forget and it's, it's okay. You just gotta kind of like, brush it off. And if you brush it off, no one else will care. I love it. This is such an inspiring conversation. Just a nice reminder 
keep going and be persistent no matter what it is you're doing, whether you're learning how to cook or riding a bike, playing guitar or taking the stage, right? Just keep going. I love this. And speaking of inspiration, where do you gather your inspirations from for your songwriting? I get it from a lot of different places. I get it from, you know, myself, um, just growing up the way that I have and living my life in a certain way. I've, I've experienced enough where it kind of dictates a few ideas for songs. I also take a lot of inf inspiration from stuff that's happening around me, you know, whether it be in, in the news or the media, in my friends' lives of something that they're going through that kind of just strikes a chord that'll make me want to write about something. I, I try to think about things whole holistically in a sense of there are things that have happened to me in my life and things that have happened to, in friends' lives and people who you don't know their lives. And you can really kind of bring it home to yourself and be like, all right, this is the type of feeling that I'm feeling in the moment. And what, what does that feel like and how do I want to say that? And with music, I feel like you can really share a broad view of things with how you structure a song where it could be about heartbreak, like my previous song, Broken Heart. And it, it could be heartbreak in so many ways of somebody who has broken your heart as in left you or somebody who has left you as in not being on this earth anymore. And, for whatever reason that has broken your heart i i try to think about things in a in a very kind of broad way where when i write it can hit people in those different ways it's it's specific but general in a sense if that if that makes any sense totally makes sense global it's beautiful yeah you know there's so many different ways that you can say something and you can get really specific with it which is i think great there's so many songs like that but there's also a way that you can say the same thing in a little more of a broad reach. Um, like I, Nights Like These that I put out last year, which was about my experience during the pandemic and missing the life I had before. But the way that I wrote it, it could really be used any time of just like missing your family, missing your friends, like wishing you had nights like these mm. now because you had them then, you know, you can kind of look back in time and it's not just a, a pandemic song. It can be any time. And that's what I love about music. You can, you can write broadly or you can write really specific and you can hit people on so many different levels. Totally. Oh, I love that. No, great answer. And there's something I just love about sharing music and having everybody have a different perspective of what that song is about to them yeah. and how it touches them in a different way. So I think that is something that's very special about music just in general as a whole. It's great. Sure. And I think there's a big difference between listening to the lyrics of a song and then hearing the music of it. And, yeah. you know, if you pay attention to those specifically in, in a certain way of listening to the song, it can hit you in a different way. Like there are so many beautifully written songs lyrically that I'm like, those lyrics really touch me. And other songs where the lyrics aren't as touching, but the music really just takes, I just feel it, you know? And I think having, you know, both of those things, whether it's one or the other, or you have them in one, I guess if you have them in one, you're like a unicorn. 
(laughs) (laughs) But it's nice to have, you know, both sides of the equation where you can really feel something in a song, whether it's the lyrics or the, the, the music that goes along with it. Oh, that's great. Well, on that note of songwriting, I'm so excited to hear your new song coming out this Friday. It's available for pre-save right now. So everybody after this, go pre-save her new song. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the song and and then play it for us? Yes, thank you. Um, Yes, the song comes out this Friday. You guys can pre-save it on Apple Music and Spotify. Um, it's called Gravel. I wrote it with my friends, Davis Branch and Erica Rain. And we did it via Zoom, which is like the COVID way of writing songs these days. And I've written a lot of songs in the past year and a half or so um, via Zoom because it's just an easier way to, to reach people. But this song is all about, you know, packing up and getting out of your town, whether you're in a small town or a big town, people assume that you're going to kind of end up there and that's not where you want to be. You have, you know, far reaching dreams and and wanting to go different places. So um, that's like the, the gist of what gravel is about. And uh, I'm going to play it for you guys right now. Awesome. Hope you like it. Loaded up at the Chevy truck with my guitar in about 50 bucks. I gotta get me out of here. People say I'm going nowhere fast, but I'm headed west on a tank of gas. My road's wide open from what I hear. Head on down past the town they all thought I'd end. Everyone born here stays here. Same sorry year after year. Most people grow up, never leave. Got my bags packed, don't need a map. County lines can't hold me back. Gonna make my way down the road, let's travel. And kick up the gravel. This will be the last time driving by the city limits sign. If I'm honest, I don't feel a thing. They all say a dream too big, but I'm not one for settling. My sights are set on something they can't see. Everyone born here stays here. Same story year after year. Most people grow up, never leave. Got my bags packed, don't need a map. County lines can hold me back. Gonna make my way down the road. Let's travel and kick up the gravel. Everyone born here to stay. 
same story year after year. Most people grow up and never leave. Got my bags packed, don't need a map. County lines can't hold me back. Gonna make my way down the road, less travel. Kick up the gravel. Kick up the gravel. Woo! I love that. Da -da 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 -da. I love that catchy hook in the chorus. It's really good. Can we thank you so much? my head all night. So yeah. good. <laughs> awesome song and I just love hearing your voice you've got such rich beautiful tone and it's so nice and enjoyable to listen to so thank, thank you, so you. Much. oh thank you that. absolutely no it's so good I just love I love your music I love your energy your vibe and your attitude towards just going after it and pushing through the fear that shows up for us all in life so it's very inspiring and contagious so thank you for for sharing all of your stories and your songs with us today I always like to finish with the question, if you had one message to share with the world, what would that be? My message to everyone would be to follow your dreams no matter what they are. There are so many people that are gonna tell you, no, don't do that. Don't listen to them. You need to do in your life what you want to do. It's short, life is short. And if you're not living it the way that you want to, then why bother? You gotta just go for what you want. And that's the best advice that I can give anyone. And if I could give my younger self advice, I would say, <laughs> do what you want. Don't follow what everybody else wants you to do. Do what is inside you and what makes you happy. I love that. Great advice. Great advice. Great new song. Everybody make sure you pre-save the song and check it out on Friday. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for joining me on The Artist Behind the Music. Thank you so much. Thank you.